Hello and welcome to the second episode in this series of the Fashion Founder Podcast. If this is your first time listening, I'm your host Charlotte and I'm a fashion business consultant and I work with founders so that they can start and scale their own fashion brand. This is a podcast built for founders and aspiring founders in the fashion industry. We will be sharing industry insights, talking with fashion business owners and experts and debunking industry myths and problems. Starting a business in the fashion industry, going through the processes of designing, producing and marketing your products isn't easy and can sometimes be lonely as well. I want to use this podcast as a place where you can learn about the fashion industry in all of its glory. If you haven't already checked out my first two episodes where I talk a little bit about my fashion story and the things that I think any new founder should consider before starting their business, then head over there and give those a listen. But in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I speak about often in my discovery calls. A question I get asked all the time is, how much do I actually need to start a fashion brand? And as it goes with most things in business, when it comes to financing your fashion brand, there's no one size fits all approach. It's one of those what I call how long is a piece of string type questions, and there's no right or wrong answer per se. But in this episode, I'm going to explain what I think and my rationale behind why I think that's a good round number to work with as a startup. So I just want to start by saying how much you need to start developing your fashion based business is really down to your individual situation. A brand selling T-shirts for pre-order will likely have much, much fewer startup costs than an outdoor brand that's selling technical outerwear with bulk inventory, for example. There are a number of different factors that will determine your upfront costs. This can be things from how complex your designs are, the types of fabrics and trims that you're going to be using, the end use and purpose for your products, who your customer is, the production processes that you'll be using, where you're planning on manufacturing and your individual skills as a founder as well. So when I say individual skills, I'm referring to things like being able to build your own website. A founder that can do this without needing to outsource or work with any vendors could save themselves upwards of £2,000. And I know some founders who start a business based on the fact that they can already sew and they're saving themselves so much in production and sampling costs. So this is why it's really important to identify your skills and then utilize what you already know and what you're willing to learn. I sometimes get messages from new business owners that are hoping I can help them launch a business with just a few hundred pounds. And I don't want to say that's not possible because you hear it all the time, you know, those success stories from product-based business founders who have started with very little, they've worked from the ground up, and now they have this amazing multi-million pound global brand. But these cases are quite rare. And let's be honest, we have no idea about their personal situation. They might have received funding, or they might have just been at the right place at the right time. So I'm not saying it's impossible to start a brand with let's say 500 pound but you'll certainly need a lot more if you want to do it right what I often say to people who are asking if they can start with a few hundred pounds 
is that if you were to outsource your branding and your visual identity, so this is essentially just your logo and how your brand shows up visually, this development could start from £500 alone. So it's really unlikely that you could develop a quality collection with such a small budget. And I don't want to say this to dishearten people and make you think that it's going to be so out of reach, but I do think it's really important to manage expectations because I don't want to give aspiring founders a false impression. So as I said, it's really hard to give one figure. So a place I like to advise founders to start with is around 5 to 10K. And this is a price based on developing a brand with one to three products. Obviously, one product you're looking much, much lower on the end and three products you're probably looking on the higher end. And when I tell people this, some are really shocked because they expect to see another knot on the end. And then others are also shocked because they realize they need to go away and save a little bit more. In some cases, you might have a lot more to work with. I've worked with founders in the past who have had a budget of 50K. And even if that is the case, my advice is always to start small. There is absolutely no need to blow all of your budget with your first collection. You're testing the market and you're finding out what works and what your customers want. And if you go balls to the wall, blowing thousands of pounds on products that might not sell, you're leaving yourself quite vulnerable. When it comes to breaking down your costs, you'll need to allocate the majority of that budget to your products and their development. In order to get your products made, you will need to work closely with a designer who can create industry standard tech packs for you that are ready to send to manufacturers. So this is one of the very first development costs that you will be expected to pay out. And this is a cost that founders often overlook or they weren't aware of. And it can be quite a shock if you haven't factored it in. If you're new to the industry, you might not have even known that you would be requiring these documents and you might see tech packs as quite an investment. But I must tell you, as a designer by trade, the investment you put into forking out for your industry standard technical packets will save you a hell of a lot of time and money in the sampling stages. So tech packs are an industry standard document that are used as a blueprint for your design. Once you've briefed your designer, they will then go away and create 2D designs, put these into tech packs, which are essentially an instruction manual on how to create a product. And any good manufacturer will not look at you without these documents. And if they do, then you're probably looking at a lot of wasted time in the sample development stages. When it comes to pricing, an individual tech pack can range from £200 to £1,000, depending on how complex your designs are. So make sure to factor in these costs from the get-go because you absolutely cannot produce your collection successfully without them. Once you've got your industry standard tech packs, you're ready to start development. And the sampling and prototyping stage involves a variety of different processes. Again, People who are new to the industry might not have been aware of the different processes that are involved and the costs that will begin to rack up when perfecting your products. So these are things like pattern drafting, construction, digitizing, marker planning, grading, and, and potentially further developments like dyeing and embellishments. So the success of these processes determines the quality of your product and it's very likely you will need to do a few rounds of samples before things are perfect. And as I'm sure most will agree, having quality products is 
the infrastructure of your business. And it goes without saying that if your product is crap, then your business just won't survive for very long. So making sure to prioritize your prototyping and development is essential for a sustainable business. This actually leads me nicely onto sustainable and ethical production. Unfortunately, we have been so accustomed to cheap labor in the fashion industry. High street retailers and fast fashion brands give off this impression that the cost to produce clothing is super low. But when you're actually ensuring safe working conditions, a living wage for everyone involved in the supply chain, then the cost of production will obviously be reflective of that. And it's really unrealistic to expect to be paying a couple of pounds to produce a garment if you're doing things ethically which in my opinion is an absolute non-negotiable. The total cost of production will be determined by all of those things I just mentioned, and also how many styles you're working with, how many colors are in your collection for each style, the size range that you're going to be offering, and then also the processes required and the location that you're producing in as well. When it comes to producing your garments, there are various different ways to preserve cash flow. These are things like starting with small production runs, implementing a pre-order business model or wait lists. So it's a really good idea to explore different options before committing to one avenue as there's a very high chance there's a more cost effective way of doing things. Instead of investing in bulk inventory, a pre-sale business model is a really good way to preserve cash flow by eliminating the need to pay for those production costs upfront. Pre-selling your products upfront will allow you to generate revenue, which can then be used to pay those production fees. Using this model, you can do made-to-order. So when someone places an order, this then goes to your factory who will make this and then it will be shipped out to your customer. Or you can work towards selling a percentage of this stock and then you can produce the production in one batch. And then obviously on top of the sampling and production costs, You'll also need to consider the cost of materials as well. So these are the fabrics and trims which will be required to create your items, which can range entirely from the types of products that you're going to be producing and also depending on the end use of the garment as well. So once you've considered the costs to getting your products to market, you will need to think about the cost that you'll incur to get your products out there to your ideal customers, creating visual brand identity, getting your packaging done, and then other costs on top of that are also things to take into consideration. A website is an absolute non-negotiable to generate sales for your business. And as I said earlier, it is something that can be done on a budget. You can, if you're willing to put the time and energy into it, you could have a pretty decent website up and running within the hour uh, for very, very low costs. But I know some people do choose to outsource this one. So it's really important to weigh up what's best for you and your business. When it comes to marketing your products, there's so many amazing free tools that you can use in terms of like social media. This is a huge one. And this is a funnel for most e-commerce brands these days. And although the apps and tools within that are free, the material required to create the content will often require investment. So this is things like photographers, models, graphic design, etc. The advice I give to any new business starting out is to utilize organic marketing and use the free tools that you have available and then look to paid ad advertising a little later on down the line. This might be controversial, but I think 
it's the best course of action to take so that you can establish your place in the market, build an engaged community of people who are invested in you and they know, like, and trust you and gain sales that way. And then look to paid advertising to expand that reach. Many new founders think that paid advertising is their key to success and a quick fix if things aren't quite where they want them to be. But this isn't always true. The brands out there that make a bunch of revenue from their ad campaigns have often invested quite a high amount into the ad spend. So don't be fooled by these marketing agencies who tell you that they can make you 200K with one ad because they'll probably fail to show you that their client plugged 5K into ad spend. Now, don't get me wrong, there are so many amazing marketing agencies out there, but there are some pretty crap ones too. So make sure to do your research on this one. An area that's pretty essential in starting a clothing brand, if you are new to the industry or new to business, is education. So this covers things like online courses, consultants, mentors, education and bettering your knowledge and skills will cost you to invest in, but it will most likely save you time and money in avoidable mistakes later on down the line. It's an area not to scrimp and save on because you would rather put that into other things because I've spoken to founders in the past that have wasted 15K in mistakes that could have been avoided with a thousand to 1500 pound in professional development and courses. I know a lot of new founders won't have five to 10K just sat around ready to invest. So if this is the case for you, there are a few different options that you can explore when it comes to financing your business. Some people choose to opt for a bank loan. Banks will be required to see a business plan and understand how you plan to repay the loan. So this will require some background work in order to get started. If you get approved, how much you can lend and how much you will repay will depend on a few different factors. And this is absolutely not a decision to be taken lightly. I would always advise finding lower risk options first when it comes to financing your business before opting for a bank loan. Some people are able to borrow the money from a family member. They may have a wealthy grandparent who's willing to help them out. But much like a bank loan, you are able to borrow the money with much lower interest rates, if any at all. Um, but this is another decision not to be taken lightly. So make sure you do have a clear plan and a strategy on how you intend to spend this money. Otherwise, you're probably putting yourself in the fast lane to be taken off the Christmas card list. Other routes are things like crowdfunding and pitching to investors. These are other options to get cash injections in order to start, but will require a lot of groundwork in the beginning and again, uh, pretty succinct business plans as well. A lot of the founders I work with actually have full-time jobs, which is a really great way to fund your business as you've regular, regularly got monthly cash flow coming in. It's important to track your finances and make sure to allocate efficiently as this will ensure you're not bleeding yourself dry from your day job. Okay, so that pretty much wraps up today's podcast on how much you need in order to start your fashion brand and get that up and running. There is no one single answer for all scenarios, but hopefully this has given any new and aspiring founders a clear idea of things to be thinking about and planning for in order to turn your idea into a reality. Thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to speak to you in the next one.